Hello, everybody. How are you doing? Hey, today I have someone on that is going to be a blessing to every single one of you. So you don't want to miss this conversation because we're going to learn the story of a nice chef. I mean, he's bad to the bone. I have tasted his food. I promise you, I, I, I eat it on a regular. My parents eat it on a regular. We all just, we continue to make sure that we consume. And so what we want to do today is we're going to learn the story of this chef. So make sure you want to be a part of this conversation. Let's go. I remember when I was first looking at starting my podcast, one of the things that I was looking for was a cost efficient place that I can be able to do what I was dreaming and doing. With Anchor, I found that. I found a free platform that can be able to give me the tools to make sure that my podcast sound good from edits to music to different other things, variety of things that can be able to assist me to make sure that I had a professional sound podcast. But then also one of the things I found that I loved uh, when I started to use Anchor was they have various of different places that they are able to distribute my podcast from professional places like Spotify or Apple Podcasts and many, many more. Now, with this, the thing that I'm I love to do is because I might not do it in my house or I might need to do it in my car. So I'm able to use record on my cell phone. I'm able to record on my tablet or even my computer. So for you to be able to do this as the podcaster, you need to make sure that you download the app to your phone, to your tablet. You can do it on an Android or on an Apple product. But also, if you want to be able to access it on your computer, you have to go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, anchor is A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. Welcome to the team. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Focus on Greatness podcast. My name is Hiram, and here on this platform, we highlight ways where men can be able to experience greatness in their everyday lives. And today is not going to change. Today is the same as always. We're going to highlight something that I believe is going to be excellent. Today, I got a chance. I'm getting a chance to be able to talk with someone that I've been able to kind of see uh, for some time. I've been able to watch him kind of maneuver very humble man, um, but excellent in what he does. And so today what we're going to do is we're going to take the time to learn his story. So I want y'all to do me a favor, show some love, put some hearts, some emojis and clap your hands and welcome the one and the only Jerry Moore. I call him the chef. <laughs> welcome, sir. How you doing? As well. Uh, do me a favor uh, before we dive into our conversation, um, introduce yourself to those that are uh, listening and those that are watching um, on today so they can kind of get a chance to be able to know who you are before we dive in. Okay, um, Jerry Moore, um, originally from South Carolina, born and raised there, um, joined the military, traveled the world, retired here at Fort Hood. Uh, remained here and went to school and uh, took up culinary art, became a chef. And from there, we opened up a restaurant. My family and I have 
my wife and my three girls. And right now we own this beautiful restaurant called Geechee Southern Star Restaurant and known for not just soul food, but we call it uh, Southern food with a twist, something that, that is a little bit different than the norm. But once you taste it, you can't go back. So it's great stuff. You ain't lying. Once you taste Geechee's, you can't go back. Um, I personally indulge in Geechee's. And uh, matter of fact, I had a chance this Sunday, uh, me and my dad, we had a chance this Sunday to eat some of this for Father's Day. We had a chance to eat for Father's Day some beautiful food. And so I want to get a chance to learn the backstory of the chef. Now, y'all probably going to hear me call him the chef a lot um, because normally that's what that that's my call for him when I see him. Hey, chef, how you doing? Um, so uh, so y'all probably going to hear that a lot. But I want to know the backstory um, of the chef. So, you know, let take us back before uh, before we got into the military. Um, let us know how how what was life before the military? Well, I would say life before the military had to have been where it was, I guess when it comes to cooking, it was based on families getting together, uh, not just on Sunday, not just on holidays, but this is a daily thing where everyone, mm -hmm. everyone is cooking and we're, we just love food. And I came from a large family, um, it was 14 of us. Wow. And uh, <laughs> and when there's a lot of people in one house, you better know how to cook. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. As as you graduate from high school, whoever's next, your turn is up. You got to cook for the family. So mm. um, I learned to cook at an early age. I mean, some people started cooking maybe in their teens, but I was like maybe in the elementary school and I had to cook something. So, um, but we learned how to cook and I never cooked in the military, never had that job in the military, but it just the passion of cooking is something I always loved doing. And uh, later on, I guess we just took it to a new level, mm -hmm. other level. And that's how I became a chef by going to culinary school. But when you look at, the, when you look at Geechee's, Geechee is really uh, a part of my, my girls, you know, mm -hmm. because, they are the one that came up with the menu. Not, I didn't do it. I mean, everything wow. in Geechee, my family, my wife, they all were a part of that. What we call the, uh, the glass round table. At our house, mm -hmm. we all sit around the table and we just come up with create ideas of how to put dishes together or whatever. But most of the food, my girls, they really put those together. So what you, what you see here at Geechee's, my three girls, they came up with it. Wow. I did not know that. I, for in my mind, um, my, in my mind, I was thinking, okay, hey, this, this is, these are his specials. These is, you know, like, <laughs> these are his specialties. These, are, these are the things that, you know. Um, but I, I didn't know, uh, I didn't know that you actually went to culinary school. I didn't know that. Um, I did think that a lot of what you were bringing and what you were offering in the restaurant were things was, was I would say homegrown um type plates you know things yeah. that you would do at home and right. um and and now you have allowed and brought it down to texas and a lot of allowed us to eat some of that nice southern food um that we wouldn't get nowhere else so i didn't know that you went to school for it though right see what with school that's where i 
felt like I had a chance to take the, the regular food that we would have back home and mm-hmm. just put a twist to it. And mm-hmm. um, going to school teach you how to do you know, exactly that. And that's why we call it Southern style food with a twist. I mean, at home, everything just go on top of each other. But in that restaurant, and especially in Geechee's, we try to make the plate look a little bit different than what a normal Southern style food plate would look like. Got so you. That's, that's why I felt like culinary would give me that edge to do better when it comes to running a restaurant and serving okay. food, soul food. Now, when you first started Geechee's, um, where did where did it start at? Well, Geechee's is really a, a, a lot of times, even during my military career, it, it seemed like it was like a negative word. And mm. that comes from a lack of knowledge because Geechee's, if you if you Google it, Geechee is really a group of people that started mm. back during the slavery time. So when when you're from the South, uh, especially along the coastlines, uh, it, it deals with the slaves that came in from different countries mm-hmm. and, um, or were distributed to, throughout the United States that it, it had a lot to do with uh, coming together as a group mm-hmm. and trying to speak a language and we call that Gullah. Mm-hmm. And with Gullah, it, it, it was a, uh, a term used as far or a language used to kind of throw the masters off from knowing what was going on at the time. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, sometimes you can hear it in our voice sometimes, but, you know, we've been in Texas so long, it's kind of, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Don't lose that accent. We need you to keep that accent. We need you to keep it. Now, so what made you name the restaurant Geechee? We named it Geechee's. Once again, we were at the round table and we wanted Mm -hmm. something unique. We wanted to bring something to Texas that that would just pop, that would be a conversation. Mm Because right now we're having a conversation. What is Geechee's? Who is Geechee's? Yeah. Everyone will always have a conversation as far as getting wanting to know what is Geechee's. So that was one of the reasons why we came up with that name, because once it goes up, I mean, everyone want to know about it. And once you taste the food, you're going to come back again and again. So yes, that's sir. No, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. So, um, so when the when the restaurant first started, when you first said, "Okay, let's go ahead. We're going to make this a full. We're going to make this a um, a restaurant." Um, did you was your first uh, location where you are today? Or did it start small and then kind of got to where you are now? This is our first location. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had other location in mind to uh, to at that time to go as far as, you know, and I guess like in real estate or any other business that you might have, location, location, location. And we felt like we wanted to uh, go near high schools or whatever where we can get the young kids. But then... Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't turn out that way. We ended up here, which was a blessing to us. Yeah. Um, like I say for us, it's not about all about the money or whatever it takes to run a business, but it's more mm-hmm. about, all about the passion of what you do and the people that you come in contact with. And right here, I mean, there's a great group of people that we have come in contact with over the years. And for me, that's one of the biggest blessings you can have right there. Just yeah. with others. Yeah. 
No, that's true. Now, before you moved into the restaurant, because I know you do, um, you have the restaurant, but you also do catering. Yeah. So um, before you actually move into the restaurant, were you doing the catering part first and then we you went into it or how did that go? No, catering was something that came up later. Um, mm-hmm. Well, let me rephrase that. We, we did cater one event um, prior to, um, I was already in school, but I took a chance and did a catering for a, a military ball out mm-hmm. of my house. And that was over 300 people. And that was, <laughs> that, <laughs> that was something that, but it turned out, it was great. I mean, we, we learned from that. And once we got the restaurant and, and more employees, uh, mm-hmm. we took a chance and we said, let's, let's incorporate catering into part of the restaurant. And so far it has been working out greatly for us. So we have. Good. Some- Good. Now, when you do your catering, is it just for. Um, certain events or what events do y'all do for catering? Catering is we do military retirements. We do anniversaries, weddings. We do just about anything. If any, if anyone come to us and ask if, if can we cater something, uh, hmm. it depends on if it, the date is not taken, we'll take it on and do the hmm. best that we can with it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, this is um, for for those that are listening. This is a location. If you are in the central Texas area, that you can be able to come to Colleen, Texas, um, and be able to get a nice meal. And when I mean a great meal, I'm without exaggeration. I'm talking about a great meal. Now, I've been blessed that I work right down the way from them. And uh, so every now and again, I can make a phone call and and um, and get my and get my order in so I can get my meal. Um, but if you are not in the close proximity, uh, make sure that you, you know, you have a friend or a family member that's that's local uh, in the central Texas area. Make sure that they can come and get a bite to eat. Come and sit down in Geechee's and get you some food. Um, now, one of the questions that I want to ask as a, as a business owner, how were you able to uh, deal with the last year, 2020 whole, you know, pandemic that we were going through? How did that affect the business in that aspect? Well, for us, a lot of prayer and (laughs) (laughs) yes, sir. (laughs) But through it all, it's, it was amazing for us because God continued to bless us. Mm. Of that, we were still being blessed. Um, we kept our employees. Um, well, being that all the colleges had closed down, they were going uh, virtual. Uh, my kids mm-hmm. were at home, so we had more staff members. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like I said, the, overall, we we did we did great. You know, sometimes we think that that we're losing out Mm. based on the situation around us, but God is still in control. And we, we never skipped a beat to tell you the truth. We, I guess we, we prospered during the 2019, I mean, 2020. So. Yeah. See, and that's, I love to hear because, you know, and I I know you have heard this as well. Surely when we are listening and talking about as a business person, 
um, how they have been impacted is so many businesses that were impacted negatively. You know, some businesses end up having to close or um, they had to let go so many of staff members just to be able to keep afloat. You know, you have all those different situations. Um, but to be able to hear those that are that were able to exceed in the midst of a pandemic, um, I think I, I personally I love to be able to hear that. Um, I, I love hearing that. Now, in reference to because it seems like with your business, it's it's a it is a very family oriented business. Yes. Um, as your family, did this bring you even closer in 2020 than you were before? I I would say. Um... We were always close. That's, <laughs> um, I'm a girl, uh, what they, a girl dad, but daddy's girl. Oh yeah, 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 yes, so sir. I have two girls here right now, and we have always been close. Well, Tanya, my wife, in the mix, we we always been close. Um, and when we started the restaurant, they were already here before they went to college. So mm -hmm. it it and even during the summertime, they come and they're still in the restaurant. So um, I would say we we were we have always been close um, yeah. I didn't see where we skipped a beat on that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. If y'all ever get a chance to uh, see them all together, um, I would say to see the more crew together, um, you can be able to see the genuine love that's in this family. Um, they're, they're, they genuinely love not, not just people, but you can tell genuinely the love that they have for each other. Um, you know, and it's, it's always a beauty to be able to see that, uh, from a distance. I think it's a, I think it's a, a, a very high salute. I'll say it this way, because sometimes you'll have parents where they create their business but their children don't want nothing to do with it at all. Like, you know, no, nah, that's your thing. I'm going to go do my <laughs> thing, you know, that type thing. Um, and sometimes when you do see that their children are in it is because they felt like they're forced to be a part of it and, you know, all of those things. Um, so I think it's a blessing to be able to see with you and your family that it is a family oriented business that everybody actually puts their hands to and wants to be a part of that. Um, I guess the question for me would be is how did you cultivate that type of relationship? Um, not just for the business, because I'm guessing that's what y'all have at home. So how did y'all cultivate that type of relationship? Well, I, I would say, well, my wife plays a very important part in that too. We are very involved in their mm. education, very involved in different activities that they may be in, even in, especially in church, we want to, mm -hmm. like, you have to uh, do your part to be a part. Um, we just an overall family jail that we have is because my wife and I, as parents, we we want to raise our kids a certain way and want them to to come up and be someone. I always say to them that you know a lot of times children wants to just go do what they want to do, but we say you know in life you want to make sure that. You get a, a good education. You first put God first. You mm -hmm. get a good education. You get a career. You get you get a husband. You get it's a it's an order that they have to go through. And if you instill that in kids when they when they when they're young, mm -hmm. as they grow, they that will always be in them. 
and not to start as teenagers say and force it on them, but to let them know from an early age what you expect of them. And that's what you, that's the product that you get. It's the fruit of your labor that you'll see later on in life. Yeah. Yeah. I want to ask this, and this is more so probably to, to add some uh, real fun to the conversation, I guess, a little bit. Um, as a chef, you, you, you literally are cooking all day. Yes. So who cooks when we get home? <laughs> I have always been the only cook. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> uh, even uh, here's a funny story. Um, and, um, uh, my, my, my first wife passed away in, in 98. I'm sorry, mm -hmm. 94. And mm -hmm. I remarried in 98. Mm -hmm. My pastor at the time really was Tanya's dad. Mm. So I even met her. Wow. I would cook for him. And he thought, I mean, just just to get into into the family, they say I would cook for him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's the story out there right now that, that I was always cooking for the pastor in order mm -hmm. to the families that you know but but on, <laughs> but as far as um cooking goes i, I love to cook and mm -hmm. when i first met tanya i always would cook for her and i guess mm -hmm. that we got married and became one <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> no that is that is a good story i i um i think that that is hilarious that you know uh I don't want to say you was bribing them, but, um, <laughs> but, you know, but, you know, just to, you know, just getting into the door, you know, using, using your skill set, the gifts that God gave you. And, uh, so no, that's, that's, that's good. Um, you know, because, you know, some people, they'd be like, look, man, I've been doing this all day. You know, uh, I, I'm thinking about, you know, a, probably a parent that's a teacher that then comes home and it's like, you know, now I got to teach you and I've been doing this all, you know, it's like that whole thing of doing it all day. But I guess it's different when this is your passion. Right. And personally, I've been able to notice and know that it shows. It shows that this is not just is not a regular nine to five to you. You know, this is not something that you're just doing to, um, you know, make per se the context of making just a profit. Right. You know, but this is something that you actually are passionate and that you love to do. And it shows it shows in the food. Um, you know, I've been able to uh, see, you know, you know, images and videos in, in reference to events that you do, um, you know, been blessed to be at some of those those events as well. You know, so just seeing everything that you do, I can tell and see that this is truly a passion um, that you have. And it's, again, it's not just a job it's, it's your, or a hobby, but it is truly your heart and your passion. Um, so my question that I have for you is. Where does Geechee go from here? Like what, where, where are we, where, where's our, where's our future looking like for Geechee? Well, that's still up in the air. I'm not sure yet. Um, I am getting older. I'm <laughs> in my sixties now. So. What? Wait a minute. Pause. <laughs> Before we okay. Y'all got to understand. He looks nothing like 60. I mean, at all. Um, he looks good for 60. Man, I didn't even know you. I didn't know that that was your age for real. 
Wow, you look very good for 60. 61 in March. Mm, 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 mm. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I, I look at it where, you know, it's it's still up in the air what, what we plan mm. on later down the road. Um, I say that, you know, sometimes uh, as we get older, um, we kind of, I know, try to venture out somewhere else. I mean, into, mm. but I don't know exactly what that is right now. But right now, mm. We're still standing with Geechee and and moving forward with it. Now, before we before we transition, let me ask this: There's a person probably listening um, or watching, and they might be they might have a passion but don't know how to walk in it, um, or you know they might want to be a chef um, but just don't know where to start. Um, what were words of encouragement would you say to that type of person? Well, I'm glad you mentioned that because even with my passion, to tell you the truth, I was that person because mm. my wife encouraged me to go to school and, bec and become wow. a chef. And this is at the age of 53. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to school to become a chef. <laughs> I just I just retired from the military in 2012, and I'm ready to sit on the on the porch in a rocking chair. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> We're not having that. Mm -mm. No, not at all. So she she kind of talked me into it. Uh, really encouraged me to, to do something with something that was already there to enhance mm -hmm. what I already was able to do, and. And, and like I said, for others, whatever that is that, that you do, I, I always, I just thank God for, the, for give, first giving me the passion to do it. Mm -hmm. uh, he's given me, he's already given me the tools to, to go in and do it. And just sometimes we sit back and we just sit on it. We sit on our yeah. gifts. That's what I, I would say. We're sitting on our gifts. And um, I just felt like I had to go out and do it. And once I did it, I felt good about myself. It, it really opened up thing opened up me in a sense to the point where I was doing things I thought I could not do and it mm. made me a better person so a lot of times we are stuck because in our minds we think we can't achieve it but once we initially go out and do it doors start opening for us windows start opening things start opening up to the point where you be, you feel like it's second it's just second nature you can do it you can just do it and it's not more a burden anymore to you, not not in the mind. It's mm -hmm. it's being stuck in the mind. But to just go out and do it, and you'll be amazed when when it when the everything just opened up for you and it shows that you are this is who you are. This is who you're supposed to be. Because I didn't know what I wanted to do. But after going to school and and really focusing on being becoming a chef, mm -hmm. um, things start opening up. And not only that, if you think about it, it encouraged me to open up a restaurant. I've never had a restaurant. You don't even know how it worked. But just walking in that, it just opened mm -hmm. other doors and other things started happening and it all came together. But if you have a passion for something, just continue to work at it and you'll be amazed how things just turn out for you for the better. So 
let this be for those that are on. Let it be a con, um, uh, a push for you. Let it be an encouragement for you, because I think even what you're sharing, um, it's this aspect of sometimes we can delay our own selves. We can we can be a hindrance to our own selves um, and not jump out there, you know. And so sometimes, yeah, you might need that push. You might need that, you know, that extra little nudge to be able to do, um, you know, jump, walk into your dream or the gifts or the ideas that you have. But let this conversation today be an encouragement to you. If, you know, if you are a person that's listening and you might be the person that need to push somebody, go ahead and push them, uh, you know, push them right into their destiny, push them right into their thing. But if you're that person that is listening and you're saying like, you know, like even Jerry has said uh, that you have this gift, you have this skill set, um, but you don't know what to do with it. You know, you're 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 either ready to just, you know, continue with life or, um, you know, chill out and just allow, you know, you and did some work and it's time for you to relax. Um, you know, the beauty, I think, in this is and it should be an encouragement to anybody that's listening or watching is that at the end of the day the skill and the gift that you have in you. And, and I can say this for the chef sitting on um, the skill and the gift that you, that, that is in you is needful for somebody is, is, is needed. We need that. Now I, you know, I need the chef. I need him to cook my wings and I need him to cook my greens. Um, you know, I need it. I do. I need it. And there's, but there's so many other things that I love about when you, because you walked in your gift, you know, because you, because your wife pushed you to go and, you know, and sharpen that skill set, you know, going to school, sharpen that skill set, um, and then jumping out there and, you know, starting a restaurant. Now, I do want to ask this, uh, because again, like you just stated, you said you didn't have any previous history in the restaurant business. Um, and, uh, but you still jumped out there. How was that process for you? Well, we stepped out on faith. That's what we did. So okay. we stepped out on faith and God did the rest. Um, it, it was trying times, um, mm-hmm. but through it all, we came together, we prayed on it, whatever situation or circumstance may come up, we prayed on it and, it, it works its way out um, every every time, to tell you the truth, every time it works its way out based on, you know, it could be employees, it can be, um, especially the startup of mm-hmm. the opening restaurant, you know, we were very, we were not even knowledgeable about that. And mm-hmm. I mean, everything just came together. Even with that, you have, you have other people that comes into play and that's the favor that you get with the favor of God and the favor of man. And mm-hmm. all that came together and and it just I don't know, right now it's like we're seasoned, well seasoned <laughs> in the restaurant. <laughs> so. Yes, sir. No, that's a good one. Y'all well seasoned. That's a good one. <laughs> um <laughs> all right. So do me a favor. Um, I wanna ask this question. I ask again for all of the people that I interview, is what's greatness? To you, well, greatness to me, um, and I, I tell everyone this is it, it's, it's all about a passion for something, and with that passion, what are you doing with that passion? And so I feel like if you have a passion for something, 
you work hard at that to make it even better than what it is. And I feel like the more you work at your craft, the better you get. And the main thing is you take that craft and you become a blessing to others. Share that with others. And that's what I do with my girls. I mean, I know I said I'm the only one that cooks, but they they are there with me and they know mm -hmm. how to cook. I, they're not going to leave home not knowing how to cook. And <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> they're going to have a career and know how to cook. So, yes, sir. But... But yeah, I, I truly believe that greatness is, is a passion for whatever it is, and you work hard at that and, and share it with others. So do me a favor, uh, before we go, do me a favor. I want you to allow people or let people know where you're located. Um, and you know, uh, I'll put up also for those that are in the local area, um, you'll be able to have his website, see his website information and all of that. And you can be able to follow him and different places and different things that he is doing as well on his social media feed, but allow them to be able to know where you're located. Uh, so that when they come to Texas, they can come and visit Geechee's and get some of that beautiful Southern, uh, food, let them know where you're located. And then we'll go from there. Okay, we're located at 2904 East Stan and that's next to the Christian House of, House of Prayer. And we are in the village. Uh, we're open on Sundays, Tuesday, Thursday, and Fridays, and close on Mondays, Wednesday, and a Saturday is mainly for catering, a lot of catering. So if, whatever your needs are, we're here for you. Okay, and then with the catering, um, they would just need to go to your website to be able to book that. GeechyRestaurant.net would be our website. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, again, sir, thank you uh, for taking out of your time and uh, and stepping out the kitchen for a little bit and, and having this conversation with me um, on today. I believe that it's a blessing and it's a help for anybody. So again, before we go, it's an encouragement to anybody Step out and do what you believe that God is telling you to do because God has given unto you the skill, the gift. Um, and I, I can even, I'll even grant it to say because of the chef's story that he put you in the right family so that you can have this gift and <laughs> the skill uh, so that you can be the type of person that you are and you need to be today. So thank you so much again, sir, uh, for coming on. Welcome. Yes, sir. And uh, tell the family you know, as always, I love them. It's a wonderful family. I love the whole Moore family. They they are just a peaceful, loving people I ever met in my entire life. Yeah. And so, uh, again, thank you so much for coming on. And so for all those that are on and watching, make sure that you continue these conversations with me every first and third Monday at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard time. I love you all. And I will see every one of you next time right here on the Focus on Greatness podcast. Talk to y'all later. Bye-bye.